Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Not Funny Politics, because, of course, we all need somewhere to laugh through the tears at the pain that is the world all around us. It's 2024. Did any of you think we'd make it this far? I don't know. Um, but we are heading into a crucial election year, perhaps the election of our lifetime. Again, <laughs> but for real. We'll see, I, I guess. Uh, join us in the return of the Internet's best political discussion podcast, bar none. Joining me, Dr. John, in discussing our cage and our discussion cage match of my co-hosts and debate interlocutors, Casey and Eric. Say hello, gentlemen. Hoy, hello, hoy. gentlemen. <laughs> so let us begin by checking our we're fucked counter <laughs> that currently stands at the end of last week we had made it up to four and i'm going to go ahead and add one more right now and make it to five Ooh. and we'll see where we end at the end of the evening we'll come back to that <laughs> so now let us set ourselves up for our topics and this was determined by a roll of the dice and today our first topic will be presented to us by eric go Oh, that's right. We don't really have much election talk to talk about. Or do we? Because that's my topic today. My topic today is the fact that Joe Biden wins hands down the South Carolina Democratic primary against his challengers who've tried to make names for themselves. And the one who's really tried the hardest has failed the most. Sorry, Dean. We'll get to you in a second. Look, the fact of the matter is Joe Biden, as of as of taping of this podcast, is winning South Carolina 96.2% percent to the others under four percent total and that means marianne williamson has about 2.1 percent as of reporting and dean phillips has 1.7 now look i get it politicians be politicians and they'll spend this however they want dean phillips included right so i'm not i don't i'm sure we'll hear plenty of how this was kind of a win and how this kind of showed something whatever it might be be beyond this but i want to like he Joe Biden, this comes on the heels, what, a, a week ago, not even, maybe a little over a week ago, of, of winning New Hampshire when he wasn't even on the ballot. So the the decision is clear. Dean, you, you got to go, buddy. Marianne, go back to your crystals, right? It, it's fine, right? It's fine. Like, we get you, write some books, find a way to get on TV. We'll talk about it. But Dean, especially I'm talking to you right now, Dean, it's time to go. We're done here. They've decided. People have decided. We don't know who you are still. All right. And so it's it's time to get out. It's time to go. We all agree with you. It's a scary situation we find ourselves in in 2024. We're fucked, right? We all know that. But the fact of the matter is we got to deal with it. Joe Biden is our president. He's had a great presidency so far in terms of policies, uh, put out there. Yes, he's made some stumbles, mostly in international areas. Uh, but for the most part, we, we can't be too upset about all the things that we've gotten. The legislation signed, the bar pi uh, bipartisanship he's shown in getting some of those legislations uh, enacted. So I've rambled on here. My message to Dean is it's time to go, but I want to make sure you guys have, have a second to, to rant too, because I, I, I could. I'm sorry, but Dean, you need to stay. No, now, I know this is hey, well, I know well, this I, is Casey. Before we get into this, let me just say this real quickly to Eric. You're going full JVL here. I can see it. I like it. I like it. All right, Casey, give him the devil's touch. I, I know this is controversial. I know it is, but Biden is too goddamn old. If it is Biden and Trump, it is two geriatric 80 year olds 
running for president. And in our country, we need someone who is younger. And Dean is younger. Do you hear we that? Hey, some... Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, you hear that? Casey is pitching to be your new campaign runner. Yeah, like I, Nikki would be fine. I would rather Nikki versus Trump. But you know what else? Biden is not going to beat Trump this time. And Biden is not going to be able to beat Nikki if it's Nikki. The polling says so. There's way no, too much polling. polling. Now, polling can change for sure. If, if by, once Trump officially gets the nomination, if he gets it, most likely he will. When he gets it, polling can shift because all the um, the I court cases. Be. But mm. the court case that we need, the one that we need to actually knock him out, just got delayed. And the one that we're going to get first before the election is the one where he pays off a porn star and no one cares because they're going to see it as a political attack and it's going to drive his poll numbers up. Biden's going to have to get out. Like, I'm sorry. I like Biden. but And, who, Biden and, then, like, who? We, and then we elect Dean Phillips? Marianne Williams? Let's, 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 let's circle back. Let's circle back to the primary it, issue. Oprah. Which is, I don't uh, care who it is, but we need someone other than Biden. Joe Biden has been very effective. Yes, hey, he is. But he's not effective is, with messaging. Not well, with he messaging. Is, his is for comfort. Casey, Eric, let me throw something in here. I heard this theory. I think I was listening to the secret podcast from the Bulwark. Um, I heard one, two things. One to address your polling issue, Casey. They noted that polling is like driving in fog. You can only see so far out, but you get a snapshot exactly. of a little bit of distance. Okay. And so things change is, of course, more where you've been. Second of all, it right. also. And that's true. We know this from the last election. Yes. And then. Elections. the the other thing they noted was that they made I meant presidential though. Well, but. well, they made the point about the idea that one of the reasons why Biden didn't step aside is that Kamala Harris is a train wreck that they want to avoid and that he has to be the person. And I think that's one of the I, reasons I agree. why I will say Nikki's, she, Nikki's she instincts to go run. after her. Nikki's instincts to go after her were correct because I think the Biden administration has already diagnosed that issue. Casey, let me let me make my my uh my my point to you just a little bit more right because please because go ahead i, I think go, there's, there's something to be said here i too am in an agreement that he is probably too old to be the person i want to be president because i am very concerned mm -hmm. and i am terrified that something is going to happen to him between now and the election coming up in november now that said i don't know who else can step up as long as he has the ability to run and currently he has enough vitality in my opinion to step up now the concern i think but behind a lot of the fear of biden's age is kamala harris and i i don't know if i'm ready to step into the waters of saying she needs to go but we need to see her step up we need to see her lead we need to see her inspire and that has been what has been missing from kamala harris pretty much ever right she's i was always kind of sad when she left the senate to bvp as much as i think she was qualified for both roles i was sad because she was an attack dog in the senate and she definitely had the the potential to be a senate leader you know down the line if not a, a, a majority whip or something like that she was better in the senate yeah yeah and so she has not had the ability to be attack dog we need her to be attack dog now we need her to come out we need her to fight and be very visible and and own this election in a way that allows us to see her as a potential well, I think, possibility, even if she and, wasn't the one we might have voted for in a primary, which I don't think she'd win. Well, that's why we need to bring out the bench. We need to bring out the bench. We yes. need to get Whitmer 
Sure. We need to um, we need to get Richard Whitburn. We need to get Shapiro from Pennsylvania, Buttigieg out there, and put them on Fox News and put them everywhere. And I think, interestingly enough, and this will tie into my topic a minute ago, the way they flip the script on the border is fascinating. So well, I'll so come back to that. We're, I we're agree Biden, with to get out I agree now. With, We'd be in a good area. Now I'm not disagreeing that he should, Casey, but I don't think he's going to. He just won two states. I know that's the problem. That is the problem. That's why he's going to lose if we are not careful. And I agree with you on Kamala. She has unfortunately not been there. She doesn't there. visually she pull her weight. Pressed. Yeah, she's Boosted. she's unfortunately toxic. They should drop her if Biden's going to stay. You need to get rid of Kamala and you need to bring Katie Porter in as VP, someone who can actually be likable, someone who can actually get out there and hold her own very well. I don't know that with Katie people Porter with facts and stuff. Is the better replacement for Kamala as a VP slot. In well, terms of like honestly, get, get, <laughs> honestly, get Oprah and The Rock out there, and then we'll win in a landslide. Yeah, but they're but not politicians. Biden, Biden, you're right; they're not politicians. But Biden right now is a messaging problem. The White House. Can't the administration, I should say. This administration is a problem getting out there and saying, hey, look, the economy is actually better. Hey, look, we didn't fuck up the border. The border became because of X, Y, and Z. Yes, we inherit it and we're trying, but this is happening. They don't do that. They don't get out there and fight enough for it. With everything that's going on overseas, they're not pushing enough and fighting for it. Biden should be up there using the bully pulpit all the time he on should. Ukraine, but he doesn't. Why? I agree. Why does it? Well, we don't know this, because, because they he favors because silent democracy. No, he favors the rather. idea that it's self-evident. And I will tell you, as a rhetorician, massive mistake. You cannot assume that anything yes. is self-evident to your audience Not anymore. Not I mean, it's basically the the yeah. idea of making that joke about to assume is to make an ass out of you and me. You're doing the exact same thing. You need to get up off the mat. And I understand that that was the way you kind of used to do things, but we're in a different age. And I will agree totally that if, if other, if all the things problem. that well, if all the things that Biden has a problem with, it's his ability to be aggressive in his messaging that is one of the biggest detractions I have for him, hands down, is that he needs more people. Like get Jim Packy, whatever her name, get her back in there. Like you need people Saki, yeah. that's sorry, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Get her Before back in there. Before we run out of the 10 minutes, I just want to say we also have a hunter problem. And whether Hunter should or should not be linked to Biden in the way that they're linking him, the problem is his last name. And they're going to use it. Biden goes to court. Biden loses court case. Biden found That's guilty. A fair point. That's all they're going to use constantly. And after a while, it will stick in your brain, just like what Trump did with Hillary. Crooked Hillary. You can't think of Hillary and not think of the word crooked now because of him. And he will run it through the ground. And but we will problem. if we amplify it he will the problem is we, we just need to quit giving that that fire fuel right but you can't once he gets the nomination unfortunately once he gets the nomination every you news can. organization you don't have to has air to everything he says you can fact check him you can like you can talk honest with the people and we are done all right so topic two falls <laughs> to me Cool us down, John. Cool us down. All right. So let's go here. Topic two. I want to talk about now. I'm going to talk about Greg Abbott, but I'm not going to talk oh, about the. All right. I'm going to talk about the many, <laughs> many, many, many things I have a problem with Greg Abbott, which are there are too many for us to talk about in this time slip. I want to specifically talk about his standoff notion, this little stunt he's pulling at the border. 
All right. And I'm pulling from the Texas Tribune, and I will include the link here. Um, the idea that this idea that he is using the Texas National Guard in an area called Shelby Park and Eagle Pass, a 47 acre. The Supreme Court literally said that he does not have the authority to do what he's doing because he's usually using the Texas National Guard to blockade the Border Patrol from accessing the area where they put up razor wire in order to deter immigrants. And this goes back to what we were talking about last week, mm. where I said, you might as well get up there and just shoot them because I feel like they want to. But he has gone on the record saying that President Biden has violated his oath of faithfully execute immigration laws enacted by Congress. Instead of prosecuting immigrants for the federal crime of illegal entry, President Biden has sent his lawyers into federal courts to sue Texas for taking action to secure the border. I, I think this is all nonsense. And here is where I will put this this idea. Most of what this circles around to, and there's a lot here, and you can read the article, there's a lot more going on. I completely disagree with his statement because federally we don't have a good immigration policy to begin with. But more than anything else, what I think is really fascinating here are the other Republican governors who joined him in this kind of state bluffing, of like they're playing for civil war. So do we think he's actually trying to play civil war or is he just cosplaying? Go. Oh, I am. I mean, I'll, I'll jump in the water first, but only briefly because I'll pass it to you next, Casey. But I, this terrifies me. I won't lie. This is the sort of moves that that really scare me. And I think that this is the most we're fucked of the of the stories you know, on, on our docket this week, because this is terrifying. This is how this is how things start. You have multiple states kind of joining in the effort of this kind of borderline states rights but are they bluffing is this this a political bluff or are they serious what do we think i worry that we're about to find out that is perhaps my biggest worry at the moment my worry for if we find Uh, out is almost well i've heard that we i've heard people say that biden should nationalize should federalize the national guard and take control like they did with under eisenhower in Little Rock, in places like that. However, I've also seen people praise him for not doing that and not escalating the tension. Because yeah, I don't know if he, that's because if, they, if we argue that they are not trying to, they're just politically posturing. They want him to federalize. There is a fuel yeah, to the fire if, sort of aspect. If to he that, federalizes, right. then Trump will end up using that same tactic to go the opposite direction. Yep. You also though. Continue to make my point of Biden with the all of the administration's. Um, um, I had that phrase it a second ago. Um, they're the way we see them. The if he perception, federal, perception. the perception of them that the administration gives. If he federalizes them, he takes a hundred percent ownership of the border. There's yeah. no way out of it, and there's no way he can win it. Can't spin this one. And, and there's right, no I'm policy disagree- strong enough at that. I'm going to disagree with you because the situation going on in Congress right now where they have flipped the script and the Democrats are on offense. Now, I listened to Mike Madrid um, talking about this and formerly of the Lincoln Project, and he was actually speaking about the fact that they're awkward right now, but they have actually put the Republicans in an incredibly difficult spot because the Republicans are now threatening to – not go anywhere near this legislation because Donald Trump wants it as a political issue and he's telling them not to. And McConnell's playing games, but they've already got Senator Langford from Oklahoma out there who's been sanctioned. He's pissed off because they're like, they offered to give us everything we wanted and we're telling the them no. Yeah. 
I mean, but, he's only reinforcing the idea that politics doesn't work, which is not healthy but the for problem, our system. But, the but that's the Republican platform. Easy. Politics True. don't work. Let us burn it. Well, down. the 2020 platform was that nothing. But yeah, even well, yeah. even if he federalizes the National Guard, if another caravan comes up, you now have an. They're already armed, talking about that, right? But you are you will have an army standing there for people who are trying to seek refuge it is a political nightmare you should not touch this one for the poll and abbott unfortunately is going and if he takes down the barbed wire and he just pulls the troops there and puts the troops there to stop them from coming into our country that they don't have a right to come into the way they are he's just protecting texas but if he takes down the barbed wire and makes it where it's not lethal just stops people from coming in then he's not going to be breaking any constitutional laws. He's protecting his own state. The moment now, if he do, if he disobeys and keeps the barbed wire, Supreme there, Court Biden ruled against it because of him blocking access from the border patrol because it's their responsibility. Right. He has to let them in, but he, nothing says that he can't let the um his people stay there. If he sits there and tries to make it into a federal thing, where he sits, he denies them. I don't think he will end up winning at the end of the day. The Constitution is vague enough where he can stand a chance to actually get to keep his people there. And what's Biden going to do? Arrest him? Biden won't be able to arrest no, him. That will be a no. political nightmare. No, but I mean, he should, be be, but he should be arrested for human trafficking like Ron DeSantis. But getting back on the topic. That exactly, I agree with. Well, but what's happening here is that he is attempting to engage in what they call nullification, which is some of the stuff that was happening before the Civil War. That's why people are making the comparisons. I don't think the way our country is situated that we will really end up in a Civil War. But I do think that there is a lot of posturing that is designed to appeal to their base. This looks good for yes. him. And I think in a lot of ways, what Abbott might be aiming for is to be Trump's vice president. I've heard that think, talk as well. No, I don't think he'd be Trump's vice president, but well, I he wants a cabinet he's position. Too popular. He's, too... he's playing chicken for sure. He's trying to go Biden into making a mistake mm -hmm. and to do something foolish and reckless, which Biden probably will do because if this I keeps up, if this becomes a standoff and Abbott is serious about I'm not letting these board these federal agents come in there, at some point in time, someone has to give. I don't know. I, so here, here's my my take on that, right? If Biden holds back long enough, holds the troops, you know, say, you know, hold. Well, Biden wait. could take control of the troops he is commanding. Yeah. I think that's a mistake because I think they will disobey. Well, well, no. So what I'm saying is Biden, you know, the the let's say the the military, the National Guard, whoever federally he calls in against the the Texas uh, Guard, which you know would be under Abbott, so to speak. Well, no, to federalize them, would those would become his. Technically, by federalizing the National Guard, the troops that Abbott was using would have to defer to Biden's control. But I just, True. I just want but, to okay. state that Abbott Either is way. just trying to protect his own his his people that he is sworn to protect. He's trying to protect. That's the how Texans he's posturing it. That's and, how he's posturing it. And let me say, and I promise I'll drop it two seconds. The, um, the, I just wanted to say that I have family that live in Texas, and when I talk to them, all they do is say that their streets are overrun by all these illegal immigrants who are coming in and setting up tent cities because they live near the border, and this is becoming a problem. They don't feel safe in their own town because the police are too busy dealing with this other thing than to deal with actual crime. Abbott's just trying to protect his people. 
So well, here's the thing. This that, is speaking to a larger issue. Go ahead, Eric, and I'll finish. So so my my part was that I was saying that I don't think Biden's going to provoke anything or try to step in simply because he has the upper hand right now if Abbott tries to stand against him because he's pushing the offensive, as we were talking about legislatively. And in the same time frame, people, which it's estimated roughly about not over 9,000 uh, people a day are crossing. Or, or that are coming into contact with Border Patrol, at least, in crossing, so maybe more, probably more, right, are coming over the border. At that point, Abbott kind of faces this damned if you do, damned if you don't. Either he needs to turn around and protect the border that he says needs to happen because Biden's not doing it, or he needs to let Biden do it as Biden's saying he will. And so you all of a sudden have the way to kind of checkmate him a little bit. Biden said he would shut it down. Him. Biden said huh? he would shut it down if Congress gave him the authority. Yeah, and, and Abbott and then actually do the something and do it. Well, but that's the thing that's is that he wants legislation. He wants federal because this is what it all boils right. down to. Me, this is all politicking. The At the end of the day, this is all politicking. This is people like when they're sending them up to Massachusetts and and, and Illinois and not coordinating with anybody. This is all BS. We're fucked because we're not learning how to work together. What we need is we need federal legislation. Then we need to have everybody working together to fix the problem. And that even goes beyond our own border. If you try to throw up a wall like they're talking about on the right all the time, that's not going to do anything. They're still going to be there because they're coming for a very specific reason. You know, we're not addressing any of this, and we're definitely not directing, addressing this on a holistic level because nobody wants to work together, and that's the greatest danger we have of all. Going back to my Civil War issue is we will destroy ourselves from inside, just like Baron Zemo wanted the Avengers in Civil War. Let's just put up a no-man's land five miles from Mexico to Texas. There you go. All right. All right. Well, let's move on here to topic three. Casey, go. All right. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. There is this sports ball game happening in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. And lighten the mood here. Lighten the mood. Yeah. With the <laughs> this horribly offensive sounding team, the Chiefs going in there to play. Now they're supposedly America's football team. I'm pretty sure that was the Cowboys at one point in time that we all love. But. <laughs> We got the Chiefs going uh, to the Super Bowl, <laughs> a Super Bowl game. And one of the Chiefs, um, I actually don't remember his name. Um, Travis He's dating Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey <laughs> is dating this American pop star, if you don't know. I actually did talk to someone outside this you know country. They have never heard of this story. <laughs> um, this American pop star, Taylor Swift. Okay. Um, and it has become this whole thing. There's this talk on the right um where taylor swift was planted by the government to date travis kelsey so and so that when they're dating the super the, the whole season will be rigged so the chiefs will go to the super bowl and the super bowl is already predetermined that they will win and when they win Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift will go to the middle of the football field and will and she will publicly endorse Joe Biden for president and swing the election. One of the Great. things I would like to point out for this <laughs> is Vivek Ramaswamy tweeted out, I wonder who's going to win the Super Bowl next month. 
I wonder if there's a major presidential endorsement coming from the artificially, culturally propped up couple this fall. Just some wild speculation over here, but let's see how it ages over the next eight months. Is there something there? Maybe. I don't know. Eric, what do you think? Is this a plant? Is she going to endorse Biden? I think I don't want to give the the Vivek dumpster fire any uh, any any gasoline to burn brighter. <laughs> uh, that said, I I think we'll see a lot of Taylor Swift in Super Bowl coverage, uh, probably more than we the really won't see that much minute. of her. To be quite honest, she literally well, we've has been not getting been about thirty three seconds uh, yeah, on average. Yeah. So well, I think and... we'll get a little bit more this time. You know, maybe well, two to three minutes even. They're going to talk about her definitely the night before the Super Bowl. She's in Tokyo. She'll do her concert in Tokyo, fly to Vegas, watch the Super Bowl, and when Super Bowl's over, fly to Australia for a concert the next day. Great. Good for her, Road Warrior. I mean, I don't think she... No, this isn't going to happen, right? Taylor Swift is one of the smartest businesswomen on the planet at the moment. Or so it would seem based on her, her, her ability to, like, control the fucking narrative. Um, and, and own the 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 touring scene, if you will, uh, with Eras and stuff, along with Beyonce. That said, no, she's not. I think she'll probably endorse Biden quietly. Or, or... No, I think she'll actually. I think it'll be a very loud endorsement. So here's here's one. Other I don't think it'll be on about... the football field loud. I think no, I think no. it'll be on her I... Instagram loud. Let's let's be honest. This is a nuts, so crazy conspiracy. Yeah, but oh, there yeah. is a video. She does these videos that she puts out herself, where it's like just conversations with Taylor. I don't know what they're actually called, but it's hmm. basically convers. It's fireside chat with Taylor Swift. <laughs> and there's a video of her Careful calling them that. You're gonna get in trouble. Yeah. Fireside chat, Taylor's edition. <laughs> there's there's a video that might be two weeks old now, I think. It's either a week or two weeks old, where she's talking to her dad. Um, and she's like, look, I'm sorry. I'm just going to let you know, but I'm going to have to endorse him. I mm. cannot, like in good conscience, not endorse him. Look at all the bad things Trump has done. Look are at you talking? Wait, are you talking about this? Or are, you ta- are you talking about this one? Or are you talking about the one she did in 2020? Because she did one in 2022. No, there's one that she just. There's a new one. Okay, there's a new one out there. No, because she's like, I didn't endorse Trump last time, and I have to. Or sorry, I didn't endorse um, last time. I need to do it this time. Okay, I'm pretty sure it's a new one. I'm pretty sure it's a new one. Sure, this isn't like AI fake content or some shit. No, because it's one of those that she does all the time. I'll find it and we can put it up. Look, it's the, a psyop, um, okay? We need to get right. back to the psyop yeah, here. It is. It's right. all an attempt, but story. because because somebody like Vivek Well, Ramaswamy she mentions and... stuff that she mentions um she mentions what Marsha Blackburn's been doing recently. Okay. That's why I'm I like, know she doesn't be. like Marsha Blackburn, and that no, is her she senator. Goes way after Marsha. But her dad's like, I had to buy armored cars to like protect myself. And well, she's that's like, I'm sorry, that's Daddy. The, that's I where hope you still love me, but well, I'm that's, gonna do that's it. the way things are in the age of Trump, where he's gonna threaten you and he's gonna make vague threats at you, which is what he does. And then someone who's listening to him is gonna go, I'll get her for you, sir. Well, you know, looks. and then that's what happens. These people who are acting like this, they're not acting because someone directly told them, someone happened to vaguely mention to them, Oh, I don't like that person, and like, I'll it's do mafioso. it for you, sir. It's very mafioso. Be a shame if something bad happened to that Taylor Swift. Yes. Exactly. That's exactly how they, they kind of play the game. It's like mm-hmm. the it's uh, the real motivation is is that they, they're out to like hint, hint, you know. That's how Be- Thomas Beckett got killed back in the day too. 
you don't know, there's a history drop nerd for you guys. Figure that one out. It is a history drop. Oh, man, you. I gotta go. I gotta go read more shit. Damn it! Yeah, just look it's, it up. It's a, a famous one. one. Okay. Quite I famous one. I probably shouldn't have been. <laughs> Who but, will rid uh, me of this troublesome priest? Come on. So this this to circle back to the conspiracy theory. It's a crazy conspiracy theory. It's nuts. There's way okay. to. If you even remotely look at it and try to analyze it, you can see that it doesn't make sense. You cannot rig a whole season. Like there's too many too many moving pieces. You can't rig a whole season. You and can't I, rig the Super Bowl. Let me let me give you a little bit here. But here's something fascinating. Um, somebody else, and this is an adjacent conspiracy theory, was talking about the season being rigged, and they were using the color scheme for the Super Bowl and matching it up to the previous years. And they put this color scheme thing out months in it, like before the season starts. And someone had matched the colors to show that it would be the San Francisco 49ers and the Baltimore Ravens. And they were wrong. And it's just fascinating to me that someone was trying to use this color scheme, which I think was coincidental. And then apparently someone made a mistake of typing in who was going to be in the Super Bowl with the thing. It was some new age agency and people are taking these sort of coincidences and mess ups and they're trying to spin them into like, it's a conspiracy. And I'm like, no, it's not. So here's, here's a question. Do we think just because I got a couple minutes left. Do we think if she endorses Biden, it would just the elections over? That bad enough? No, it'll still be Swifties close. Would... No, it'll still be close. But I'll tell you what's bad about this conspiracy theory that they keep doing, and the way they keep acting like you know a successful woman threatens them. What the Republicans are doing by even toying with this is they are alienating an entire group of people, a very, very big group of people, and literally like alienate them from even being or wanting to even engage with your side of the aisle and i'm like that's not helpful and then of course donald trump apparently is determining whether he's more popular than her i hear that's going on too it's like who cares buddy <laughs> yeah it's it i i my hope to to the extent of whether or not taylor will should endorse him i think you asked a second ago or will my bigger hope at the moment is that she endorses the idea of registering to vote. Of, Which of she's been doing. Well, I think she, and, she and, has, and I think she will do that and again. And I hope she continues that and really beats that drum louder. And then when that when that is done, that's when she can endorse Biden, right? I'm not I'm not worried about her endorsement so much as I'm worried about her activism towards ensuring youth votes in general. She's do she's doing the Lord's work with the Younger promoting votes. young people to get votes, involved. All votes. You know. And I, and I think what is so threatening is because she's a female who has power, who is not dominated by a man. And so you've got your Matt Walsh's and your Jack Posobiec's and all your little Charlie Kirk right wing people who are instantaneously threatened by it. And I think in, unintentionally, their little need to like talk over each other and show that they're the big man and everything, they're literally going to alienate a whole generation possibly against them and it's really funny because charlie kirk is supposedly trying to raise a conservative youth and i'm like yeah you might keep them but you're gonna lose a whole bunch of people congrats if, you know? if she endorses or when she endorses biden this is how i think she should do it this is my grandiose 22nd pitch Eros <laughs> tour in america again right now it's overseas but back in um, america all of a sudden, in the middle of it, she goes, ladies and gentlemen, I have a special guest. Come out here, Mr. President. And Mr. President walks out there in the middle of that tour, that concert. 
she publicly endorses him right there on stage and then sings a song that she's just written a brand new song. God. They shake hands. He walks off stage. <laughs> it he becomes viral. This it becomes viral no. moment. This is going to be cringe. Let's not do this. That's he's coming cringe. out of spandex. You know, that's going to be so cringe. <laughs> let's, it, let's it, not. It, it would. It could work. It could work. All right. Uh, maybe it could just be cringe too. So let's. Let's hope we don't do that. Let's do something else that'll be much more successful. She passing through Chicago around the uh, DNC. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Let me look. All right, see. all right, all right. Well, that uh, that brings uh, us to our end. So, do we have any quick political predictions for the week? Is Nikki Haley going to oh. stay until? Um, oh, I, I think Nikki my, Haley is going to stay until uh, till um, you know Super Tuesday for sure. I, that's what she's saying. Um, we'll see. No, I, she'll run out of money for that. She won't be able to. She might actually not, but who knows? Depends on how careful, how messed up she gets punched in the face in South Carolina. I'll make a political uh, prediction, and it's kind of a left field pred- political prediction, but you'll like it, John. I know you already support it. Because um, it, it also gives me a chance to say, sadly, that Charlie Kirk is leaving the bulwark. Um, as oh, we yeah. found out that John and I both listened to. Um, I don't know if you've, you've listened, Casey. Um and so he's kind of one of the it's main Charlie founders, Sykes, by the way, not Charlie, Charlie Kirk. Oh yeah, Charlie Kirk's the one. Yeah, Charlie Kirk's Charlie the great wing crazy apologize. guy I was I talking do about. That Sorry, so many times. Charlie Sykes, um, Charlie Sykes. I've yeah. eaten cookies. Uh, so Charlie Sykes, uh, my you know my apologies, a but also very sad that he's leaving. I do listen to it every day, despite the fact that I don't know his name. Um, and it's <laughs> it's sad to see him go. This coming Friday uh, will be his last show, uh, per per him, according to him at least. Um, I do think that I have a kind of multi-level prediction with this. I think that he's going to become more active in the Wisconsin side of things. Um, I think he's going to help kind of drive in a sane Republican agenda in Wisconsin, specifically to help you know Biden essentially and def- and keep democracy open. Um, and then I also have a slightly less political prediction that he. Uh, will be replaced by Amanda Carpenter, who just recently came back to the bullet. I'd like to see that person. Casey, what do you got? My prediction is, it's tangentially related to the election, but um, this week we will get the number that Trump will owe for the court case that's going on with um, Judge Ergeron. Oh yeah, the the financial, the, the corporation one? I think it's going to be staggering. I think it is going to be punishingly high, like $800 million high. Um, and I think it's going to be there to prove a point and to be like, this is all the stuff that you have done over the years. And this is the fraud. And this is like, here's the three levels that it gets to why it's so punitive. But I think it's going to be huge. And I think I'm going to say he's probably going to give it on Thursday. So right now I'm predicting on Thursday. Mm-hmm. He will come out. Well, I mean, it's already coming out that basically he's paying for his whole lifestyle through his super PAC. So which is going to become which is going to become a huge problem soon. Once he gets the nomination, it becomes a my understanding is um, it actually could become campaign finance fraud. All right. So, well, there we go, folks. All right. So hope you we have informed you some minimally, at least uh, entertained you, perhaps scared you most likely. But welcome to the party. So let's try to laugh at our own pain here like a sad clown. <laughs> so subscribe to us in our new feed, which is in the notes. Um, like and comment. Uh, Casey, where can they chat us up? 
So you can shoot us an email if you'd like to ask us some questions, give us some comments, concerns over at notfunnyguys.offthereels at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at not underscore funny underscore guys underscore presents. On Twitter, you can find us at notfunnyguyspod, blue sky, the not funny guys. And if you've got the time while you're over there listening to us on our feeds, uh, we have another podcast off the reels. So if you would like to listen to us, talk about some movie news and just movie stuff, um, listen to us over there for more hot takes. Awesome. So until next week, everybody, uh, when we will do this again, as the great Charlie Sykes is one to say, I hope we will at least until then. <laughs>